Hello, all you beautiful people. Welcome back to another edition of the Fairly Odd Asians. It is officially episode 33. It is Monday, July 6th. Yes, Monday, July 6th, 4th of July weekend was just had. How are we doing, Megan? Was just had. That was a very interesting grammatical sentence. (laughs) We are struggling. It's going to be a good (laughs) podcast. But grammar-wise, that was very good. And our weekend was very good. Our weekend was good. It was, I feel like, the most chill and unpatriotic 4th of July I've ever had. Why don't you give a little recap of what we did? Oh, sure. I'd love to. Actually, now I need to rack my brain. So Thursday night, I think we just... So you took you took Thursday and Friday, or... Yeah, Wednesday. Half Wednesday. Thursday, Friday off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was a treat yourself mm-hmm. kind of week, but... Thursday, we just chilled here all day, right? Like at our apartment. Correct. And then Friday, we did a little adventure up to Jay Cook State Park Mm -hmm. because I was inspired by all the TikTok, well, the one TikTok video I saw of someone going to Jay Cook. Oh, really? Yeah. Was it like a Lindsay person? Was that her name? Uh, all I know is that like in her video, she said that she woke up at 3 a.m. Or like she woke up for sunrise. Oh, is it this high school girl that made the TikTok? Maybe. I think so. I don't know. Okay, never mind. But yeah, so into Jay Cook. Um, I would rate Jay Cook State Park like a 6.5 out of 10. Yeah. We went for a little hike, uh, probably like a three and a half, four mile hike. Yeah. Um, and it was fine. I mean, we walked along the water. We were originally going to do a five and a half mile loop, but quickly the heat and everything got to us. Um, but yeah, Jay Cook, I think you're spot on with that rating. We were talking on the way there. We like hikes where there's like a payoff at the end. Yeah. Um, so this hike, there wasn't really a payoff necessarily. You just walked along the river, but... No, it was good. It was a good hike. Yeah. Good to go in nature a little bit. Yeah, it was good to get out of the cities for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. So it was worth it, I think. Yeah. Fun little trip. Yeah, and we went in the morning, so it wasn't super busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and we made a good decision because when we left at like, we got there at what time? Like 9.30? Yeah. Around there. And we left around 12.30 and it was so packed when, yeah. we, were, when we were leaving. There was cars lined up to get in, but... Um, yeah, no, was, I th- I thought Jay Cook was okay. Yeah, the drawbridge is the drawbridge is kind of like the cool thing, and then it's it's just like any other state park, just trails and. Yeah, yeah. I, if we would have had more time, I think we if we went to like the Boundary Waters or like a bit farther up north, that could have been really cool. Right. And a lot less hot, but yeah. you know yeah. we were just in a crunch. You would do a Boundary Water trip, wouldn't you? Like, it was totally outfitted. So, they have, like, outfitters up there that, like... What are outfitters? Outfitters are, like, um, companies, I guess, com- business... Companies that basically supply you. They can plan your trip for you. Like, you can tell them how many days you want to spend in the Boundary Waters, how many nights, and then what you have, and then they will provide you with the rest for a fee, obviously. So, they'll, like, rent out canoes, tents, um, food, supplies, like, everything that you would need for your trip. So they would like take care of it completely for you and take care of your route if you wanted to. Um, and I think if we ever go to the Bunch of Waters, that's definitely what we would need to do. But you just said, we <laughs> okay, so on Friday, we went kayaking um, in Bidet Makaska. No, that was Saturday. Wait, what did we do Friday? We went to Jacob. Oh, yeah, Jacob. Saturday morning. So yesterday morning, we went um, to Bidet Makaska. And rented from Wheel Fun Rentals. <laughs> Such a funny name. Um, rented some kayaks and went out um, in the morning, which was good. Good idea again. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we... T- remember I asked you about portaging and you asked what was portaging? Yeah. yeah. And I, I thought my answer was that I wasn't too keen on portaging. No, you said you wouldn't want to. So for all those who don't know, what portaging is, is in the Boundary Waters canoe area um it's different lakes um kind of and broken up by pieces of land obviously and so portages are like um trails basically through the piece of land that you need to traverse uh in order to get to the other side of the lake or island or whatever it may be 
Um, so basically you have to pack, you have to like backpack all of your supplies, your food, then you have to carry your canoe and oars. Yeah. So it, it, it can be a lot. They're not that long. Usually they're not that long or super strenuous, but, um, it can take a while cause you have to take multiple trips. And I told Megan that she's like, she wasn't super keen on doing that, which in the boundary waters, if you want to get to like the cool locations, you kind of have to portage. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's where my dilemma is where I'm like, if I'm going to spend money and take time off to go on a vacation, which vacation is meant to normally be. But it, it wouldn't be a vacation. That's the thing. It, it would be like a backpacking type trip. Well, that's what, that's where I am struggling, where I'm like, I want to actually have a vacation mm-hmm. and chillax, relax, some drinkies by the ocean, laying out on the beach. So yeah, that definitely is not the boundary waters because you literally like canoe almost all day to get to specific spots that you want to set up camp. And then you set up camp, sleep. You can either do day trips from those campsites or whatnot, but yeah. I don't, I don't know. I also don't know if that would be the best strain on our relationship. What do you mean? I feel like we would not survive. We would get probably... If we survived Korea, I wouldn't go just me and you. I would go in a group. Should we ask Erie and Steven? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'd trust going with them either. I'd want to go with someone who's like been there before, even though I've been there, but it was like in middle school. I'd want to go with like Tim because Tim like backpacks and knows about that stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But then we could have an almost, well, I guess Tim's in school to be a doctor too. Yeah. I was going to say Irene could be our medical doctor in training. Yeah. If something goes awry, like if we get eaten by a bear. Yeah. I don't know. He can stitch us back up. That's true. Yeah. I'd want someone on the trip though who has experience in the boundary waters, mm. not just us. I just, oh God. Like we already lied about and couldn't go camping in Colorado. Yeah. Like the thought. Yeah, but those are grizzly bears. There's only black bears in Minnesota. Oh, only. Okay. What? The bear is a bear. Black bears are a lot more scared than, we talked about this before, didn't we? But they we? still have sharp teeth and claws and can rip your arm off. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. Which I'm not also too keen on. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I'm just an uh, I think we should go to the Boundary Waters sometime, but. Well, we'll, we'll put a pin in it. Yeah, we'll put a pin in it. Um, so this weekend was the 4th of July. So that wraps up our weekend, basically. Um, for all those who are wondering, we went Jay Cook, then we went kayaking last night. We, then we went to IFA. Oh, we haven't been to IFA oh, in a while. Oh, yeah. And then we ordered B-dubs last night because we didn't want to cook. Yeah. We're lazy pieces of shit. Yeah. Uh, and then today we just chilled, which was nice. So yeah, good, good weekend all around, but, um, kind of going on with the 4th of July, I want your takes on some things. Did you feel like it was a weird 4th of July with the social climate that's happened that's that we're currently in yeah i mean i for the past couple years even before like the events that have happened across the u.s i've always been like or not always okay for the past couple years since learning a bit more on christopher columbus and america's independence and Columbus and America's independence have nothing to do with each other. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But like today, like yesterday was about like being American. And just like how with MAGA and everything, I'm just like the whole, we're America, yeah. I'm just like, God. Yeah, the whole patriotic side is a lot less patriotic when you realize that like there are still a lot of oppressed people in the United States. Yeah. That America still needs to get its shit together. And it's and not saying that's wrong for people to go out and like enjoy their weekend because I think everyone should, but at the same time, it shows how privileged people are to be out on the lake and to be celebrating with their families and stuff. While some people can't do that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Not not I'm not I'm not okay. That sounded bad. That sounded wrong. I'm not saying that that's bad to go out on the lake because we definitely would be out on the lake if we could but i'm saying like to not keep that in check to realize that there's still other big issues going on like that's where it gets a little wrong yeah like coronavirus oh so let's talk about people partying in the lakes and stuff like that what are your thoughts on 
Did you see the video? Um, you're not on Twitter, but there was a video of like in Michigan, this like sandbar that was just freaking packed with people. And I'm sure there were sandbars all over Minnesota that were packed with people. What are your thoughts on that? Well, the cases are for sure going to go up in those states then yeah. where people are out and about in mass quantities. I mean, yeah. you I didn't you tell me that in Florida there were 11,000 new cases? I don't know what day it was, but they topped their record with 11,400 new cases in one day. Which is yeah. wild. That's more than people that that's more that's a whole town of like Alexandria getting yeah. coronavirus in one day. That is wild. And people, I, I've heard the take of that, oh, it's a good thing because all these young people are getting it, so we're getting herd, herd immunity and all this shit, and I don't know. That's a, I think that's an awful take. Yeah, because young people still can get really sick from this. Oh, yeah. It's like, just because we're young and have a slightly better immune system doesn't mean that we're completely immune. It doesn't. I think people see this, stati- which it, overwhelmingly, um, statistics are showing that people who are younger um, don't have the health problems that occur from coronavirus as much. But there are still people in ICUs who are our age. Yeah. There's still people on ventilators who are our age. Like, it still kills people our age. Even though in Minnesota it might not. Like, I think there's like zero deaths between 25 and 35 or something like that. Interesting. Right now. Um, I could be wrong on that. But, like, that's very low amount. Um, that doesn't mean that it's not still a problem because think about all those people are still out and about they're still able to spread it a lot more careless i don't know well then it's like they could spread it to their parents no exactly see them their grandparents exactly or if they work like so my grandpa is in a nursing home and some of the staff there were tested positive for covid right and so then it's like were they out which is in wisconsin which is so weird because i thought coronavirus was done in wisconsin ha 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 (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but then it's like those people most likely were like out at bars or something and then they go into a nursing home and it's like oh yeah oh, oh, oops. right <sighs> it did feel weird being in ifa yesterday even yeah. though when we were in ifa we were not by like anyone yeah. it was empty but yeah it did feel strange like going into a restaurant yeah that was the first time we went to a restaurant for yeah. it'll probably be the last time for a while to yeah. be honest i just i mean the fact that we are pieces of shit and can order Uber Eats and DoorDash, yeah. whatever we want. And we do order whenever we want. <laughs> <laughs> way too much. Our budget for that is way too big. Astronomical. Yep. But yeah, I don't know. I just... Ugh. I just don't think this thing is going away anytime soon. And I feel like... Yeah, I, I feel like our generation is not helping it. No. So, moving on, um, Megan, you have a little soapbox topic you'd like to talk about here, Well, I think. Okay. It's kind of, it's the more The people just... have been begging for a Megan soapbox. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Not just an Aaron soapbox. <laughs> yeah, it's a democracy. Come on, equal. Um, no, I, I just, I think I'm more confused, and I would like someone to maybe help me understand this, because I don't. But I feel like every year or on the 4th of July, people choose this holiday to propose to their significant other. And I just, I don't understand it. Like, I opened my phone. Because it's the land of the free, home of the brave, baby. Oh, barf. (laughs) I mean, I guess it's a holiday, so I'll give people that. Mm -hmm. And there's fireworks, so I'll give people that. Yeah, you know. But I opened my phone today, and there are four people in my social media feed who got engaged. And I'm like... That's kind of an interesting day. It's a day of good feelings for most people. So I feel like that's probably why the 4th of July is a big hot spot. Plus, it's a memorable day. But like, what would you even say as you're proposing? Like, hey, babe, are you as free as America? Because now you ain't. (laughs) (laughs) That's so dumb. (laughs) It's the worst pickup line ever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, what would, would you just be like, this day... Just makes me feel so in love. So in love with you. I'm so patriotic, and so are you. So let's <laughs> let's have a bald eagle fly over our heads and let's 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 do this thing. Yeah, I don't know. I think getting married on the Fourth of July would be dope. What? I think that'd be sweet. I think it'd be more. I think it'd be cooler to get married on Halloween. 
No. Yeah. Fuck Halloween. <gasps> have I talked about my... I, I think I have talked yes. about my take that Halloween is the worst holiday. Yes. And yeah. this is this is just, you know, truthfully, opposites attract. Because Halloween is my favorite holiday. Halloween sucks. You suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But I think Halloween's awful. If you proposed to me on Halloween, I would love you forever. <laughs> What are we going to be this year? The people from Eurovision? Sven yeah. and... Uh, Sven and... Um, what was her name? I don't remember. I was about to say Sri Lanka. But Sri that would not, Lanka. Yeah, that would that's not a, definitely... Sense. Yeah, Icelandic <laughs> name for sure. God. Svetlanka? No. Svetka? Svetka. <laughs> yeah, we're both dressed up and I just proposed in the middle of a bar. <gasps> just kidding. We're not going to be in a bar this year. No, if you like... If you dressed up or if we were out and about or doing something or like you that's not gonna happen if you if i'm you not carved, proposing on the worst no, no, holiday no. of the year if you carved a pumpkin and then put the ring inside of it or something like that oh that'd be amazing or just put it in the middle of your burger and have you bite down on it and see if you recognize it okay that is <laughs> those that is another proposal that i will never understand is like putting it in food i think we talked about this we did car. on the way to jay cook yeah because it's like what enlighten you, the people well, it, it's like, what if you eat the ring and then the diamond cuts your esophagus on the way down and cuts up your insides? Makes for one wild story. You got to poop out that, your wedding ring. What if you like inadvertently kill your fiance then? I, I will go out on a limb and say that that's probably happened. Like We, sh- we should find a story and see if that actually happened. I bet there's a lot of dumb people in the world. <laughs> I bet it's happened at least once. Should we try it? Should we test it for the people? No. Oh. I don't think so. Okay. But. but that was my that was my soapbox. I'm just, if someone out there can explain to me why people, maybe like, do you have a friend or family member who got proposed to on the 4th of July? Mm-hmm. Help me understand this. Because I personally, if you would propose to me on the 4th of July, I'd look at you very confused and be like, I'd, I'd be like, where's the reset button? Oh Start over. Is there a perfect day to propose? Why, yes, there is. I don't want... I, okay, let me preface this by saying, I just want your opinion. Don't get the wrong idea <laughs> that I'm going to propose you on this day. <laughs> well, I could think of a few good perfect days to propose to me on. Uh, no, f- I'm saying in general for people. I'm not saying for you. Oh. I'm saying in general, like... You said the 4th of July is not a good day to propose. Mm. Like, what's a good day? New Year's Eve? New Year's Eve. That's cliche. But Isn't that cliche? Why? Like, don't a lot of people do that? I mean, I, okay, I honestly cannot think of too many people who have gone proposed on New Year's Eve. I, I can think of more people on the 4th of July. I think Christmas is a bad day. That's, uh, yeah, because you need to celebrate... Baby Jesus. Baby Jesus' birth. Um, okay. I think birthdays are good. Really? Yeah. Seriously? Yes. Interesting. Okay. Because it's about that person, and you're like, I'm going to make this all about you, mm. and it's now even more all about you. What about, like, Columbus Day? That is really stupid. <laughs> that is really stupid. <laughs> Like, do you think it's do you think it's more meaningful if a proposal is for this is not for you but for general public? <laughs> I for like general, how you have to emphasize. Yeah, I know because I know where your brain goes. I know. Um, do you think it's more? It's more. How do I want to word this? Do you think it's better for people to propose on a holiday or a well-known day nationally, or on their own kind of random day? I think on their own random day okay yes. what's the best holiday to propose on though halloween that's your opinion though i'm talking about like in general mm. i'm gonna say valentine's day oh because that makes yeah. the most sense in my head that does make the most sense because it's a day about it is cliche but that does love it does make sense <laughs> okay nice okay um so it's kind of switching gears from megan's soapbox there about proposals um we watched Finally, if you did not know, oh, um, on Disney Plus, Hamilton came out. Stupid. It's so good. No. So we watched that yesterday. 
while Megan played Sims. Um, and I want to get your take, Megan, and then I'll give my take on Hamilton. What's your take? Well, my take is that it was not good. Really? <laughs> yes. Could you not tell that I did not enjoy fully? Well, yeah. Like, I had even heard, so you, because you were wondering, you're like, how do you know the words to these songs? Yeah, and, you're like, they're played everywhere. Well, no, they're they w- not. Yeah, they were. No. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> okay, whatever. <sighs> Anyways. And because I, I, when it, the, when the soundtrack first came out, I listened to it, I think a couple times to try and get into it. But every time I did, I was just like, I am not into this. Are you a theatrical purist? Maybe. A Broadway purist. Well, clearly not because I like Rent and Rent is clearly not. Rent is singing though. But it's so different than like the Phantom of the Opera. I said I meant in the in the sense of like a musical being singing, not rapping. Mm. Have you seen Book of Mormon? No. Fucking great. We need to go to that. It's so funny. I would I would see that. But back to my But that's non traditional. Yes, I know. I just okay. For me personally, I just don't like the songs. Like it's not about them being rap. It's about me not liking the songs. Say more about that. What do you mean? Like, I... I just straight up teacher you'd there. Teacher you'd... Teachered you there. That's what I say to my students when I'm doing, like, reading comprehension. And they say something, and then they just stop, like, short. Like, if it said, describe a character. And they said, he's athletic. I go, say more about that. Sorry. I hate you. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, teacher. Okay, no. Stop. <laughs> Um, what don't you like about the songs? It's just like they're not on beat. I or I feel like they're really off beat, which I know is kind of like what rap is. That's what rap. Yeah, I don't know. That's okay. like that flow of rap. That no, but I have heard rap that is like on flow. Well, right, but like some rap is not. It's almost like poetry. Yes, it's like it's like slam poetry, quote unquote slam poetry. Yes, almost, and I sense. hate slam poetry. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> Interesting. Didn't know that. Yep. I just, I don't know. I just could not get, like, you know how some songs or some music, like, it makes you feel something inside? Yeah. <laughs> this made me feel the wrong kind of feelings Okay, inside. that's fair. No, that's fair. It's not one of those, like, feel, I mean, it is a kind of a feel-good musical at the end, but, like, it's not like a, the songs will move you. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I agree with you on that. And I I sound like a 90-year-old white woman, but... Karen. I sound like a Karen. I was having a very hard time discerning what they were saying. Yeah, also, you were playing Sims, though, so... I was watching it half the time. Ha- half the time, exactly. But I seriously, like, I could not... And this is maybe just me with rap, but I cannot understand what they're saying. It sounded just like they was all... Theodosia. You're... <laughs> you're... Um, ear is not trained. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Mm. I actually had a hard time understanding some of the lyrics, but yeah. I thought Hamilton was really good. I'm glad. I did not know all that stuff about Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton. I didn't either. It it was very insightful. I know that it's probably, I I saw a tweet that was like, everyone needs to remember that Hamilton is not historically correct. And then it went on to say like, the end of the tweet was like, all these musical numbers did not actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I don't. I don't know how historically correct it is. I would assume it's pretty, pretty accurate. Um, like I didn't know that he had an affair with his wife's. I don't know if emotionally cheating with his wife's sister, and then he had an affair with another lady. I didn't know that. I didn't know who really Alexander Hamilton was, to be honest. Didn't know he was like George Washington's right-hand man. You hear the name, but you don't really know. Yeah. He started the treasury, and um, and then his wife went on to do, really, Eliza went on to do very good work for the nation. I also thought it was super interesting that, like, this country has been fucked up since the beginning, like, partisanship-wise. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, all of those... The, I think when when I think back to U.S. history, which is totally irrational, when I think back in U.S. history, I think, like, everyone was on the same side. There were people 
who were really fighting for the same things because it was a free nation, whatever. But really, in reality, the South still wanted slaves and stuff. And that was a big point that Hamilton, like, didn't want slaves. Do you know George Washington had slaves? I'm not surprised. Yeah. Do you know Thomas Jefferson? He also had slaves. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. A lot of the founding fathers had slaves. Um, Dun, dun, dun. But, no, I I thought it was really good. I thought it was well done. I thought... Um, I think it would have been even better in person, but obviously those tickets are way too expensive and they're not happening right now, obviously, but those tickets are way too expensive to see. I thought it was cool that you could see it with the original cast. Yes. I, I will that was say that very, was cool. Very cool aspect of it. The, okay. There were, there were some songs that I liked. The King George songs were really funny. I, I love Jonathan, Jonathan Groff. Groff. Yeah. I think he is amazing. Yeah. Love him. So I, I love that aspect. But I also did like the the greatest city in the world. That one. That was a good one. That yeah. one was good. I thought that the uh, Schuler Skyler sisters? No. What are their You're names? You're close. I don't remember. But the sisters, I thought that they sang very well. They were very good. Yes. Yeah. I thought they were really, really good. The, I, the not Eliza, but... Angelica. Angelica. She was mm-hmm. really good. Yes, she was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I mean, like, I liked the acting, mm-hmm. but it's just the songs that... Did Lin-Manuel Miranda write them all? I think he did. Let me look that up. I'm pretty sure he had a part in, in writing the whole Hamilton. Because, I mean, I like Moana, and he helped write the music for that. I was like, I'm not just trying to hate on you, Lynn. Um, yeah. I think he... Hold on. Holding. Dear Theodosia is Lin-Manuel Miranda's favorite song from hmm. that. Interesting. I can't... F- Hold on. Sorry, this is really good. Really good podcast you, topic. I'll just go into another soapbox rant about how if you have ever had eczema on your calves. This is so random. <laughs> what the hell? If you've ever had eczema on your calves and you have cured it, hit me up. Let me know because I recently developed eczema in the winter on both my calves, like basically in the same spot um, on the inner part of my calves, but it got really, really bad and it's... We're going to cut this part. It's a lot better now. Okay. We're done talking about eczema talk. (laughs) Miranda did write the songs. He actually wrote Hamilton lyrics on the fly. Um, Yes, he did. He did write. He was originally actually working on a concept album, a mixtape, not a play for Hamilton. But yeah. Um. Yeah, I thought Hamilton was great. Megan, what would you rate it out of 10? Six. Six. Wow, that's actually higher than I thought it would be. I would rate it like a... Probably an 8.2, 8.1. It was really good, I thought. Very well done. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) I do agree with you, though. It did miss that emotional factor. Yeah, like I I didn't feel compelled. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know how you felt about the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, Phantom was like emotional like yeah it yeah grips you like the music just makes you <laughs> no it does no i agree with you like the music is very over not overwhelming but like very it pulls you in yes oh. kind of like with like phantom. like phantom does that i feel like lion king does that live mm. oh i um, cried at the lion king what is it uh what's the what's the one with what is it? The famous, the famous one with the lady who was, um, I am blanking. This is the biggest brain fart ever. For Good is one of the songs. Um, it was like. Oh, oh, Wicked. Yes, Wicked. Yeah, oh. Wicked is amazing. Wicked is super good. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with you. That's probably, I, I would bump up to a nine if it had an emotional factor for yes. sure. But no. Okay. Look at us go. Just theater. I wish we could go to Jess. more plays. Well, I love plays. Hopefully when, you know, COVID-19 gets yeah. taken care of, we can start seeing more stuff. True. Okay. 
Um, so I have a few different topics here to talk about. We'll go back to coronavirus here. Oh, boy. Um, did you hear the news that Mexico cut its border off from the United States and Arizona? What? What, are you, what, what, do, they, what do you mean, cut it off? Like, they closed the border? Isn't that ironic? They closed the border because of Arizona's so many new cases. Oh. So, wait, wait, wait. Did they... Did you... Actually, I'm just curious for my client because my client... They are based in Arizona, but they have farms in Mexico. Um, I don't know about that stuff. I just saw that the headline that, um, let me see if I can find it here. As coronavirus cases spike in Arizona, neighboring Mexican state, not the whole country of Mexico, sorry. Mm. Mexican state tries to shut out Americans, which is so ironic. So ironic that Mexico is shutting us out. Well, good. (laughs) You should, because we're being idiots. Yeah, we are being idiots. Yeah, screw the United States. (laughs) Didn't the EU or Europe? Yeah, Europe has banned indefinitely American travelers, tourists. That makes sense, too. Yeah. Because all the people who would be traveling would be, like, young people. Yep. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, some old people, but... Some older people. I actually saw um, a different story I saw, um, I think it was on BBC, was that in Czechoslovakia... They were recently, this past week, allowed to have gatherings of a thousand, up to a thousand people. And so on this one giant bridge, they set up this huge long table. This is the most European thing I've ever seen. But um, So they could all dine together? Yeah. And they like drank and they played music. And I was like, oh, I want to live there. Wish we could do that. But no, we can't because we're friggin' stupid. Well, and we hate our neighbors. So. Yeah. Um, okay, I need to go on a soapbox here. Oh, God. Let me grab my scrub-a-dub so I can get the soap. Yep. Uh, I'm going to play you a clip, and I want you to listen to it, okay? Okay. Okay. This is from Donald Trump's speech uh, at the White House last night. His hair is blowing in the wind. I thought his toupee was going to fly off, but... <laughs> um, hold on. Let me play this loud enough so we can record it. This is a tweet from The Hill. The violent mayhem we have seen in the streets and cities. Let me preface this by saying Trump gave a very divisive speech, basically saying a bunch of stuff on how there's a far left movement that's happening and all this stupid and they're attacking. Just listen. Very divisive. If I can press play here. It'll run by liberal Democrats in every case is the predictable result of years of extreme indoctrination and bias in education, journalism, and other cultural institutions. In education. Against every law of society and nature, our children are taught in school to hate their own country and to believe that the men and women who built it were not heroes, but that were villains. The radical view of American history is a web of lies. All perspective is removed. Every virtue is obscured. Every motive is twisted. Every fact is distorted. And every flaw is magnified until the history is purged and the record is disfigured beyond all recognition. This movement is openly attacking the legacies of every person on Mount Rushmore. Oh, my. They defile the memory of Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and Roosevelt. Today, we will set history and history's records straight. So all those MAGA people are obviously cheering. I have a few uh, quarrels about this. Let me go off, and then I'll have your take here. Oh, boy. Uh, the first one, I think it's hilarious that his speech... And I know every president doesn't write their own speeches, but I think it's hilarious that his speechwriters don't even try to keep it in his vocabulary. Like, you can clearly tell that was not written by him. Oh, You know, with like yeah. other presidents, like, it, everyone just sounds so formal, and that's just, like, how they talk normally, too. Yeah. Like, in, in interviews and things, you can totally tell that this speech was not anywhere close to what he would say. The vocabulary that he used is just way above his head. Look at what he tweets. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Second thing, 
Um, I want to pull the line of our children are taught in school to hate their own country. Oh, this has me fucking fired up. Fuck this guy. Honestly, fuck this stupid dumbass peach. God, <laughs> he, I, God. So I, I quote tweeted that and I said, as a teacher, I can assure you that we do not teach our students to hate our country. We teach them about the successes and the failures of this country and the lessons we learn from them in order to make this country a place where everyone can experience equality, unlike today. So I tweeted that because I just, I am so sick of politicians and especially the fucking president saying and vilifying education and making it bad. Is education perfect? No. Is education, is the system kind of broken? Yes, I would, I, I would agree with that. But it's not, the, the fact that he says that teachers are teaching and indoctrinating students to hate this country is fucking absurd. <laughs> Absolutely absurd. And the, the fact that he said all, there are probably teachers who do that. I wish I could. <laughs> I also wish I could. I don't, <laughs> but I wish I could. Um, but I'm sure there are teachers who do do that, but there are also teachers who are super conservative and are big MAGA people, which I don't understand at all. I don't understand how you could be a teacher and be MAGA elementary school teacher, especially. Um, yeah, I actually know a specials needs teacher who is a big Trump supporter. That makes no sense. He mocked disabilities in his presidential campaign. Well, sometimes people just, they, I feel like their own personal beliefs. I'm just, I, I am just so sick of politicians and people and, okay, let me preface this by saying, I think college education is fucked up how it is right now. Like, I think the whole high school tract and college education is all screwed up. I think elementary and middle school are, are Okay at where they're at there can obviously be changes and it can be better but i think the the track of high school and college and like college education not meaning as much now i think that's needs to be fixed right um but i think coming from elementary school teacher perspective i hate how education is always the scapegoat for things when we get no funding Thank God Minnesota is a good state and funds education. God, thank God. But like, I just, I I freaking hate that politicians who have no classroom experience know nothing about what actually happens in the classroom. They make these wide sweeping claims. Then you got fucking dumb fuck Betsy DeVos who gets elected to be the education advisor no experience in education her kids went to private schools she's trying to open up voucher systems to basically she's she is the secretary of education for public education and she's trying to open up this voucher system for charter schools which are public institutions but fun fact if you didn't know anything about charter schools charter schools are publicly funded which i'll get back to that in a second they're publicly funded they can choose to follow the standards given to them by the state and the country and the common core standards, or they can choose to do whatever the hell they want. Charter schools are also very corrupt in the sense that they take public funding and there's no accountability to how those dollars are spent. So for instance, like we get different grants in the public school system. Um, you get like a specific budget for like sped, like special education and like classroom supplies and building and things like that. For most charter schools, they get funding and they don't have to necessarily report how they spend that money. So you could have a, a charter school who has a population of um, of disabled, like not disabled, but like a sped population and they could spend all their money on something else and then little on the sped population. So basically not providing an equal education to those students, which they deserve. So I, I, and Betsy DeVos, if you didn't know, she's trying to increase vouchers so that people can have a choice to go to these charter schools. Um, she, she claims that it's going to provide more equal education to people. Really, it's not. It's just screwing the public education system out of more money. Um, if you didn't know, Minnesota is an open enrollment state, so you can actually 
um, open enroll your students if your districts, if districts are allowing it at a public school, if you live, let's say you live in White Bear Lake and you want your students to go to the Shoreview District or the Moundsview District, you can do that. Whereas in other states, you can't do that. Um, you can't open enroll your students. So Betsy DeVos is a really big key player in wanting open enrollment to happen so that students can go to whatever school that they want, which I think that there's some merit to that, but then that does screw up. It, it take it pulls money away from those poor schools, basically that are already screwed over by property taxes and things like that, causing funding to be lower. That was a lot. Okay. So going back to the whole funding thing, I hate that politicians set budgets for education and it's, and I don't know the statistics necessarily, but it, it, it's not very high up there on the list of things to fund, which is mind blowing because it's like, we have a military budget that's huge, but we can't fund public education for people to actually think on their own and to solve problems. Uh, and then we as teachers get blamed for indoctrinating our children and and like not teaching the correct way and not being accountable. Fuck those people. Honestly, you can suck a cock and die. <laughs> God. That's how that's how mad I am about this. It just I I'm so sick of people bashing education and us as teachers just have to take it. I'm done. <laughs> what are your thoughts on what Trump just said? <laughs> wow. I'm just, that was a lot. I'm sorry. That was real. That was a longer soapbox that needed to be said. I need to get that off my chest. Sorry. Wow. Oh, I mean, I agree with you. I think it's BS that Betsy DeVos exists and that she's running public education. It should say something that the, the committee that was, made up of set of Republicans and Democrats, the committee was a split decision on her. Okay. So this is the first time in a long time when I don't know how many years, but the first time where the vice president had to be the deciding vote to see if she got into the cabinet or not. Do you remember that at all? Mm-mm. Okay. So that whole thing. Yeah. She, Mike Pence had to be the dividing vote or the deciding vote. And obviously he voted in favor of Trump because he loves Trump and he's probably gay for Trump. And <laughs> I bet Mike Pence is gay. I bet he is. Sorry. That's a random thing. Allegedly. Uh, but yeah. What are your thoughts? Sorry. <laughs> I'm fired up. I'm sorry. I know. It's just a lot to take in. I mean, you obviously know more about the discrepancies and like me, I actually, I did go to public or private school for most of my younger education, um, like elementary school, middle school. And so it's just, it's interesting to me because I never, I guess, experienced like the big discrepancies and like at my private school, we didn't even have special education. Yeah, exactly. And I realized now later on, cause like I had some friends or like, other people in my school who left for other schools or the public schools. And I learned later on that's, oh, oh, because we didn't have the special education that they needed. And I was just like, that is mind blowing that my private school that gets funded by the church and all these rich, wealthy families, they couldn't afford to have special educa- special education. And I'm just like, oh. well, it's probably not a case of affording. It's a case of if they want, the quote-unquote what they probably think, and I don't think this, but hassle of special education. Because well, right. it, it a, it's a lot. It's a, big, it's a big undertaking. But it's important, I think. Oh, for, of course it's important. For equal opportunities. thousand percent. Fun fact, this is also now that I'm thinking about schools and private schools. Um, Molly, white Molly, her mom was the French teacher for a long time. She was the health teacher for a little bit. Um... She was also the gym teacher for a little bit. Super random. She just wore like a ton of different hats. Right. But then she basically got sacked. And because like there were a couple teachers who didn't like her. And so she basically got sacked. That's why being by a private educator is not the greatest because you don't really have a union to help you. Yeah. And you can get fired for whatever. And this is why our kids are definitely going to public school. I sure hope so. If we have kids. Just kidding. We will have kids. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, that's my soapbox. That's my education soapbox. Well, maybe to lighten the load. Yeah, let's let's end on a let's end on a high note here. Um, this is so random, but I just got a notification from CNN that there. I don't know who this was, but there was a Broadway actor who just died from COVID, and really? he was only forty-one. Shit. And he actually this this says that he recovered, and then he died just recently. Hmm. Yikes! Not good. No, no, no. Not good at all. Um, but anyways, so moving on to maybe... Let's talk about our last topic here. Oh, yes. So this is quite an interesting thing I've been seeing on TikTok, and I don't know why I have been... I just... TikTok brings me into such weird rabbit holes. <laughs> but, so I'm sure you... If, if you're on TikTok, I'm sure you've seen videos of Britney Spears dancing like a weirdo and she's kind of like belly dancing and like being just very strange but there's this conspiracy theory among tiktokers that britney spears actually is like this is her cry for help and she's in need and there is an interesting tiktok that pointed out how um she actually had ties to jeffrey epstein way back when she did Mm -hmm. um and when she shaved her head, one of her there was a uh, a news story that apparently got deleted off of YouTube, but it was one of her close friends, um, and like so the news reporter asked why she shaved her head, and the news or the friend was like, you know, she just really been wanting to like people not to touch her and like to control her and like like tell her what to do and like force her what to do, and she just wants to like be free of all that, and I was like, oh shit. Jeez. And so um, there was something, another tidbit of information that is saying that she... This was an uplifting part? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? Is there, is there an ending that's happy? Or? Uh, well, free, free, Britney, free Britney Spears. Oh but my God. apparently also um, all of her money and like all, I guess, decisions that she makes is essentially controlled by her dad and her fiance. What? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Hold on. Let me let me um clearly you can tell that we're super prepared for this podcast as we're googling things on the fly. <laughs> do 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 do. Sorry, do, I get to do. edit this. If you've if you've watched, uh, well, also what, another Epstein kind of news is that Epstein's um, what's uh, Ghislaine Maxwell? I don't know who it, it was. One of one someone who worked very closely with Epstein. It was his ex girlfriend. His ex-girlfriend, she got arrested for um, basically on charges of, like, grooming girls and, like, helping him basically molest underage women. It's lovely. Yeah. But, okay. So, obviously, we know that Britney Spears, she's been hospitalized and um, for medical reasons and, like, mental health and addiction. But she, okay. So, she's under conservatorship. Um, conservatorship? Yes. So, definition of conservatorship. Wow, that is a very difficult word to say. Um, conservatorship, the definition is, it's a legal concept. Okay, so a guardian or protector. Sorry. Lovely. A guardian or a protector is appointed by a judge to manage the financial affairs and or daily life of another due to physical or mental limitations or old age. So, oh. so she is under a conservatorship for financial reasons and like those daily day-to-day decisions right. um, by her father and also her fiancé. But apparently... Is that a bad thing? Well, so she's been ordered to take these medications. Right. And so I guess, okay, th- where people are saying the hashtag free Britney is that she is not, that she's being 
I guess, like, forced to take medications against her own will and being held oh, against her own will. Oh, so, like, those, those, her husband, her, her fiance father and her, her, are yeah. kind of, like, abusing, not abusing her, but, like, abusing their power. Yes. Ah, gotcha. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's where, if you have been seeing the hashtag Free Britney, it's been all Has over. Has she been diagnosed? Did she ever get diagnosed with a mental illness of any sort? Um, let me... Britney Spears. Again, super professional podcast. We are prepared. Back in 2007 and 2008, there were reports of drug and alcohol abuse and a rash of erratic behavior. Um, And so these events, they led to multiple psychiatric evaluations. And eventually, this is what led to that court-ordered conservatorship. Okay, so it had something to do with their psychological evaluations. Psychiatric. But that was 11 years ago. Okay. Which... I feel like it's a long time yeah. to be under conservatorship. Um, but. That's it. Yeah. So free Britney. Free Britney. Go baby. free here. It's Britney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's today's pod. Thank you for listening to us. Um, like, uh, unlike. Or subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe <laughs> to uh, the podcast. Um, follow along on all our social medias um, to stay up to date. We need, I need to post more on those. I need to be better at that. Um, but uh, send us any topics that you want us to talk about, anything that you want us to um, analyze. And as always, we love you. Oh. Okay. Have an awesome week. We'll see you next week. Mwah.